When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a... Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs About two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog Hello everybody and welcome to the bonus episode of the Wolf and Our podcast mm-hmm. Yeah honey Tom and I have uh, just been chatting before I, we clicked on record And it's safe yeah, yeah. to say that I, I don't know what it is Maybe I'm dehydrated, maybe it's because I'm not. I'm trying to like be careful with my diet or whatever. But I've been a bit grump. I said, was you say grumpy? Is grumpy the right? Uh, you know what I think it is. I think that you are your body and your mercury levels in touch with the with the planet and the weather. So you know it's grey outside. Have a look outside. Mm. Have you looked outside today? Yeah, I have looked at. Why are you talking to me like a? I'm not. I'm not a shut in. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Have you looked outside? Yeah, I have looked outside. I've looked outside. I dropped. So it's quite I dropped, bleak out. I dropped Theo off at school today. And, uh, right. yeah, I find that quite stressful. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So what's happened is I think you, quite a lot of people, well, there's a certain type of person whose body is in tune with like the mercury levels of the earth. And I think you might be one of them. What are the mercury levels of the earth? I think it's mercury levels of the earth. It's basically where like, you know, sometimes it rains, sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it's windy, sometimes it's it snows. About the weather, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> There you get certain people in the world whose body is in tune with that. So if it's sunny, you feel really happy. You're skipping no, 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 about. No, 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 no. I didn't. What you? I think you misunderstood my question. So what I'm asking you is what the mercury levels are. What you heard is, could you say the same thing that you said before but longer? What? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. What it is, right? What it is is mercury. Yeah. Mercury goes up and down, and that is that was basically yeah, in a, how it was. In a thermometer. Yeah, 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 but also that's how weather's like mercury at the bottom, around the core of the earth is loads of mercury, right? I don't, and that is, <laughs> <laughs> and that is how the weather goes up and down. I think uh, that's how I. Where did you read? That? Where I, did you? Where, what's your source on this? I think most of my stuff is someone's told me something down the pub, or like you know. Okay, well, look, so look, look. Let's. Yeah. I I don't know that you're not right, but should we have a look at the logic of it? Um. Yeah. Why does the mercury rise and fall if it's around the core of the well, earth? Well, if you think about it, like mercury in a thermometer, yeah. right? Yeah, that is like that's going to go up and down because of the weather. Yeah, do you know why it's going? Heat, do you right? know why it's going up? Why? Because it's hot. Yeah, correct. But the heat makes it expand, so that's why it gets yeah. forced up the thermometer. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I think in your mer- in your body has probably got like more mercury than most people. Like, my body's like, got quite... my body's got mercury in it. My body. <laughs> It's got the poisonous substance mercury in it. 
<laughs> I thought we all had a little bit of mercury in us, no? I don't think... I mean, listen, I don't know. It's difficult because you sort of talk around things that I don't really know about. Do l- Let me just Google. Do we have mercury in us? You just talk with such confidence. Do we have mercury in our body? Okay, that's something that's been quite commonly Googled. Oh, fuck. And what's it saying? We do, oh, right? Oh, shit. We do? Almost all the people in the world have at least trace amounts of mercury in their bodies. Mm-hmm. Ref- so you've reflecting, probably got mercury. Reflecting its prevalence in the environment. Yeah. So you've probably got more than most. That's what I'd say. That's And then basically what's happened is, so when it's hot, your body will be like, oh, fucking hell, like mercury levels will rise and you'll feel more like sort of happy and everything. When it drops, the mercury levels drop and you don't feel as confident. And as, yeah. And I, th- I think that's probably what's happening there. Okay. All right. I mean, it's we're sort of in a weird situation here where I'm I'm absolutely certain you're wrong, but I don't have enough knowledge to really kind of question, interrogate it with any. Maybe you know what could be quite interesting is getting a weather expert on to, to sort of either email in or chat to. I think it's you know let's reach out to. Yeah, to I think that world. makes sense because I, I, a lot of the times when I'm watching TV and they do the weather, I think I'd lo- I think we should get one of these guys on the podcast. I'd love to hear some chat about that. Actually, you know what? Weather people have become more and more sort of like. I think they've just got a bit more swag about them mm. than they used to have. Mm. They didn't used to... There's no way in the world that... Back in the day, they were sort of like an old geography teacher who probably sort of smelt a little bit of tobacco and yeah. stuff. And now they've sort of got quite a vibey sort of like sort of way about them. Like they wear a Larry shirt and, and yeah, I, I quite sort of think, yeah, I quite respect the old weather people. Who are you thinking of when you're saying this? Uh, that Charlotte woman who does it on Good Morning Britain. Right. She's quite she's quite, quite, quite an edge to her. Uh, actually, Alex, who used to do it on Good Morning Britain, he was pretty cool as well. He's actually been bumped up now because he was that, that never used to happen. He's now on the main panel. Yeah, he's so cool. Yeah, he's he's he's, uh, he's managed to parlay that weather gig into yeah. a gig at the big table. Well, how do you even become a weather person? That would be something that would interest me. Like weather is so interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I don't. I just... <laughs> Just, do you know what you sound like? You sound like a bloke on a first date, desperately trying to sound like he's got things to talk about. Just saying, no, just saying I, something so fucking inane as if it's profound. You know, because weather, but, weather is so interesting, isn't it? What the fuck are you talking about? No, but it is interesting. I th- I I revel in the fucking like you know. I'll look. I'll look at. I've got four or five weather apps. I'll look at them in the morning. See like I'll what, sort of sum, sum them up. See like where they're all at. Obviously, they're all sort of quite conflicting. I'm like, who's getting information from where and why? It's quite interesting mm. to think about. Yeah, well, look, it's a nice little insight into the sort of the conundrums that you travel through in the morning. <laughs> just imagine you're on your walking the dog, confusingly looking at your phone. There's sort of people walking past, going, "Is it? Do you reckon he's all right?" No, it's probably just doing that thing where he's trying to figure out why two different websites say the weather's going to be slightly different in his area. <laughs> well, you know what you could do what? is launch your own weather app, look at, say, five other weather apps and sort of see what the majority are and then just put that one out. <laughs> yeah, that feels... <laughs> I just think that could be quite cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, right. Actually, if cool. anyone out there who makes apps uh, and could do that kind of thing, just get in touch with the um, podcast, email in. Uh, we'd be interested to talk to you, like the Wolf and Owl. Wolf and Owl weather. That could be quite cool. So, what, twice a week? And you know what, right? This could be the funniest thing. If it's like a really nice sunny day and there's a real vibe outside, it could be like you could have like, it's a wolf day. And if it's a bit grey, 
sat outside it could be called an owl you know these insults that you do would be a lot better if you didn't get so proud and giggly with yourself that you were thought of it that you can't even finish saying it <laughs> you're so you're so pleased with yourself aren't you? i could see i could see you were going as you were doing the wolf bit because you knew what was coming <laughs> Okay, do you want to do some emails? Yes, do some sweet emails. That's what we're here for. Thank you once again for. to the absolutely wonderful love of my life, the swan. For how choosing is the me swan? So much. Well, she's right here. That's why I said all that bullshit Where's just she? then. Um, how are you, Lisa? I'm good, thank you. There you go. Did you hear that? Some people have asked for a swan special. Yeah, some people have asked for a swan special on the podcast, Lisa. <laughs> no. No. Okay, there you go. That's that comprehensively answered. Um, okay. Uh, and speaking of the swan and her false modesty, this is the first email that she's chosen. Um, hi, swan, brackets, underrated member of the pod. Right, uh, right. Love the podcast and both of your shows. My question to you is, if you both made a five-a-side team of legends of your clubs you support, who would it be? Can you then post up each team on the Wolf and Al Instagram page for everyone to vote? Now, let's be absolutely honest, we're not going to post it on the thing. Because no. even if even if we say we're going to, it won't happen. Uh, also, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, can you off the top of your head just reel off the five that it would be? Probably, yeah. Go on then. Ludic McCloskey, yeah. Rio Ferdinand, Julian Dix. Uh, Declan Rice. Um, how many of uh, that have done four? Yeah. And probably I'd just I'd throw in Paolo Di Canio as well. That would do me. Uh, yours is easy. I could do yours for go you. Then. Okay. Uh, Big David Seaman. Yeah. Right. I'd agree with that. I'd th- probably throw in uh, Torre at the back. Incredible player on the ball. Yeah. Uh, then definitely Patrick Vieira. You're not having Dennis Burkamp. You're, you're not having Martin Keown in there. No. 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 Torre's a better player five side. He can play the ball. He can tackle. And you got Vieira with him. Vieira and uh, Torre, Burkamp and Henri. You don't need any more than that, mate. And you you win every five side tournament. Would in the you world. go look, I know Vieira's amazing, but you've got no place for Mark Overmars in that too. Nah. No, Mark Overmars really wouldn't even make the bench for me in that Arsenal team. Okay. Patrick Vieira is the maybe the best player who's ever played football, I think, in a lot of ways. Him and Thierry. Yeah. Patrick Vieira was incredible. Uh, look, I, I know this isn't a football podcast, but I remember when we had Gilberto and P- and Arsenal fans used to criticise Gilberto. Like you he was to, a good player. I mean, what I would give to have someone like him in the team now, well, I wouldn't give anything, actually. It's, yeah. not, it's not my responsibility. But the, the point I'm trying to make is you don't know what you've got till it's gone sometimes, you know? Well, you know the trouble with you lot is you were you so mean you lot? What do you mean by you lot? <laughs> Arsenal fans. <laughs> you were so, like, spoiled. Correct. A hundred percent agree So with players you. like Gilberto, who could have walked into any team in the world, yeah. which just wasn't good enough. I mean, look, we actually had a guy called Rob Scott and actually Big Dommy. Who were like uh, we used to call Big Dommy. He was like the um, uh, like Saint Hillier, uh, Vieira. He was a lot like Vieira as a player. Not as good, obviously, because he didn't make it to the top. And he's like he works in construction still. But mate, Vieira was a sick player. What is it about? What is it about blokes that whenever they talk about, whenever they play, whatever level they play football at, you know, even if it's just like down the leisure centre, they've got like they have a kick about with the people they work with. They always have to name a professional player that they play like. Yeah. 
I sort of see myself as a kind of a uh, bit of a Thierry, really. Do you know what I mean? Sort of up there pacing and around sort of take players. I, can't, on. I don't know if you'd be a Thierry Henry, would you? I'm, I'm doing a role play. Obviously, I'm not a Thierry. Oh, no, I thought you were saying it as you. No, fu- are you fucking joking? <laughs> I thought you were do, saying do you know what? Do you know what's so sweet about you? Is there's absolutely no fucking way in the world I, I should be considering myself a Thierry. And, and you're so lovely. You went, oh, I don't know if I... So it was a Thierry, actually. What you should be saying is, are you fucking high? <laughs> I was just thinking, wow, like, fucking hell, Igor. <laughs> Who would you say you're most like? Igor Stepanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I actually, I will tell you this. I, through most of my time playing football, like Sunday League football, and even football as a kid, I was a sub. I actually loved being a sub. Did you? I, oh man, I loved it. You sort of got involved in the match day. You had a real laugh. You didn't really have to train or be fit. Yeah. You just have a laugh around the place yeah. to put up the goal nets, take them down. But I actually used to enjoy being a sub. I I, if someone turned around to me now. How the rest of the team used to talk about you. Oh, yeah, no, I'll tell you what. Good thing about Tom is he's such a dopey type. Nobody ever really talks to him. If you have a couple of chats with him, he's happy. And then he'll put up and take the other goal nets for you. Yeah, he's a good Mate, that was what I was good at because of my height. I was so good at it. Just you going, I'll, I'll do the goal next. Yeah, no, I find it quite easy, actually, me. Yeah, no, no, because I'm so tall, not a problem. Some no, just, of, I don't, weather's yeah. good, as I said it would be today. <laughs> Some of you might have had to get a stepladder, not old Tommy. Look, I can yeah, reach I told you. you all to bring it. told you to bring your moulds out because the weather would be like this. <laughs> I remember once playing in a five-a-side tournament and like me and a few mates were playing in this thing and my friend said to the guy that was organising, it said, just wear yellow. Like, just wear yellow will be the yellow team. Like, we've not got kits over, so it's all right. So we turned up. First of all, at the tournament, every other team had kits, proper kits, right? Yeah. And we had, like, one person had a Brazil top on. Somebody else had, like, just some random yellow T-shirt that they got from a place they used to work at. Just, like, just random selection of yellow tops. Yeah, I'll tell you now, man, they're the teams I always look at and go, this team is going to be good. Yeah, well, we got destroyed because... <laughs> It's a team of five Asian lads. We're never going to rip up trees. Anyway, we um, we finished the tournament and then we decided to go for a drink afterwards. I just didn't. Re- we just we just went straight to the pub and then this pub. <laughs> you go to the pub and we look like we're the fucking yellow gang or something. Just five twats that are wearing because we're not wearing kits. It makes it worse. It's just five blokes that look like they happened to have all decided to wear yellow that day to the pub. Oh, man. Oh, God. I used to love going to the pub in my kit after uh, like being a sub yeah. as well. I feel like an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I still sometimes just walk around. Like, I love football tops. Yeah. Do you wear, okay, do you wear football tops out and about when you're not going to the football? Yeah, like, like you know, I, there's a couple of cooler looking ones, nice ones that I like that are just sort of like old. I quite like a retro top. If I'm just going to be bowling about my local I think town. Retro, I think retro is the way forward. Yeah. The other thing I was going to ask... Retro you, Italian, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever wear them on holiday? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I seldom would wear a West Ham shirt unless I was probably going to a game or I was filming something. If, if I'm on holiday, I'd wear like, like, a, like I say, like an old school Juve shirt or something that's, yeah. that'll be knock, knocking around the pool in. Do you know what I mean? When, I, when I'm on holiday, and listen, I'm fully aware that this is judgmental, and probably wrong of me, but if I'm in a, if I'm on holiday and I see somebody in an England shirt, I'm going to be honest with you, I probably won't come and talk to you. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying about it, right? Like England shirt. If I was wearing a retro in England shirt, would you still not talk to me? 
if it was like quite cool, you know, like one of those ones that you just sort of, you know, sometimes somebody's wearing a football shirt and you think, actually, you could wear that to a bar. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you actually look, some of them look like, like proper, if it was that, then I'd probably think differently. But just like in England, the current England shirt on holiday, I don't know, man. I, f- I think it's a bit off key, to be honest with you. I think if there's a tournament on, I think everyone should wear England shirts. No, if it's a tournament, that's completely different. But like, I'm talking about just, just random. If it, right, okay, let me just. So if it's next year, England like get to the semi-finals this year. If it's next year and someone's wearing a shirt from this year and it's standing by the pool, I'm with you. I'm like, oh mate, just you know, yeah, that 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 ship has sailed. I think during a tournament, I think yeah. You know, yeah, you during should, a tournament, you know. I think you should get an icy cold, sudsy beer and just walk over and go, there we go, my friend. You, you yeah, this. if somebody's wearing an English shirt during a tournament, I just go up and I go, you and I for the same team. <laughs> yeah. Here's a beer. Yeah. Let's sit down, shoot the shit and talk about what we love England. What so I love much. at the moment is because that's all everyone's talking about, isn't it? I, I, I played golf yesterday and we afterwards we sat down and then everyone... Everyone's basically just going through who their team would be against Scotland. Um, this is my favourite thing, right? There was a guy who, who um, uh, who's a good guy. I play golf with a bit. He lives up my road. He's actually a real funny character. <laughs> we started chatting about, you know, that thing of who's a better player, Messi or Ronaldo, right? And he mm. said, um, fact is, right, if you took them both out on the piss for two weeks, got them both leathers for two weeks, right, and then made them play in a World Cup final, Messi would be a better player because he's more naturally talented. Oh I was like, what, God. A fucking, what a great way of judge, judging if someone's good at things. Also, what, straight out of the Tom Davis school of thought there, really long-winded way of saying Messi, Messi's the more naturally talented player. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of Ronaldo and Messi just looking at each other. What? Yeah, this? Just, just like, like 36 hours into it, just going... Do we still have to continue? No, no, honestly, mate, this is the experiment. This is the test. You've got to do two weeks, yeah, mate. Yeah, this is the, this weeks, the, mate. This is the ultimate test. This is the ultimate test. <laughs> two weeks in fucking ocean, ocean yeah. beach. So I've got some Linux. bad news just coming out the end of this experiment. Ronaldo's dead. This turns out <laughs> he couldn't quite handle it. The sort of level of alcohol we were taking on board. So Messi is the better player <laughs> and more of a man because he can handle his liquor. <laughs> All right, cool. Ready for another email? Yeah, yeah, hit it up, hit it up. Uh, hi, Rom and Tom. My name's Robert. Uh, and my question is, what are your views on the decriminalisation of cannabis? I'm aware it's a controversial subject, but I think if we're to move on as a society, the subject needs some attention, along with many others, but I'm lazy. Big fan of both you lads. Big up my Gs. Catch you, man, in a bit. Do you know what? Robert's email went from being quite sort of like a professor to being quite cool at the end. Mm. I think maybe he felt like he sounded a bit too professorial and then just sort of thought, let me just make these guys think I'm a bit of a legend yeah. towards the end of it. Well, Robert, I, I, I actually bow my and doth my cap to you, sir. You, you seem like an absolute... You seem like there's so many different sides to you, Robert. I, I like that, man. I like that in a human being. Uh, OK. Yeah, why don't we extrapolate a gear change in the middle of an email to mean that he's a multifaceted human being? Sure. <laughs> right, Robbie boy. Um... Personally, I think, yo, roll it out, decriminalise it. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of CBD. I absolutely love it. Chills me out big time. Sure. Shout out Nature Can. Uh, Nature Can are now actually doing these amazing, uh, like, before bed things that you have, which is CBD, which will just absolutely chill you. And oh, they're amazing. So shout out to Nature Can for that. Speaking of, um, um, speaking of shout outs, on the last episode, 
yeah. you gave a great shout out uh, to mm-hmm. um, this drink that you tried on the golf course, this protein drink yeah. that you found very thirst quenching. It's lemon and lime flavor. You couldn't remember yeah. the name. And we, f- we found out the name. Haven't yes. We? Yeah. They've actually got in touch. Uh, let me just get their name up. Let me just fucking bust this out, boy. Isn't it, isn't it, isn't it my golf protein? Yes, it is. Yeah. MG, MGP. MGP. Yeah. Yeah. MGP. So, guys, they heard the podcast. I can't believe this has happened. But off the back of, I was very sarcastic off the back of Tom's description. But off the back of Tom's description, the company has found us and told us who they are. So, there you go, Tom. I apologize. Yeah. So, shout out to them. MGP, uh, yeah, we love. I love what you're doing in the world of thirst quenching protein drinks, and yeah, I, I don't know actually where to buy them from. So, just yeah, hit me up on social media and see. Yeah, if, because uh, Tom doesn't know where to buy them from. Could you send them? Could you send them for free to his house? <laughs> Is that what the gist of what you were just saying? No, I was just saying I'll support any business. Oh, I don't know yeah. where to buy. I'd, lo- yeah, I'd just love. Hit me to up. Buy Let me know where. Sadly, to- sadly, I don't know where the stockists would be. So. Be much easier if they sort of arrived where I live somehow. Um, Let me just flesh that out for you. Uh, but Romesh, I mean, where do you stand on the decriminalisation of um, cannabis, old friend? Yeah, I'm in favour of decriminalising it. I think it's good. You know, it's uh, when I was in LA, I was in LA just. I was in LA just where they like they legalised it. Yeah, and the the one thing I would say was weird about that experience is, you know, like. You're so used to weed being in a certain context, right? Normally sort of a bit seedy. And and so then w- I was walking with the kids and Lisa into like a restaurant early evening having dinner. And there's two blokes just smoking a fat joint Oof. at the front of the restaurant. High five? Like Did a... you high five them? No, I didn't high five them, Tom. No. <laughs> I would think it should have been quite cool if you'd done but that. But you know, it, it's, it's one of those things, you know, like when you see, when you're a dad and you're with your kids in your other half, and you see something cool happening, yeah, yeah, or somebody yeah. doing something quite... It's so difficult to sort of resist giving the old nod to sort of go, yeah, I've been where you've been, boys. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, worry yeah. about that. Also, because in front of your that. boys, you want you want to look cool as well. Yeah. I, I've actually become very self-conscious. I'd love to hear from other dads, that, or, or other mums and dads that, that feel like this, where, like, I'll be having a conversation with someone. There's a, There's been a lot of, like, when you're on your, your walks during lockdown, when we had yeah, lockdown... Yeah. And you bump into someone and they have a chat or whatever. Uh, what the fuck is going on? What? <laughs> what are you eating? Granola with uh, protein yogurt and banana. It's like the, I mean, it's <laughs> so disgusting watching you eat that. Oh, I'll probably wait till the end now. You, no, no, no. You, you, you. First of all, when we logged on here, Tom was eating marmite peanut butter on toast, and then just. I don't know if he hoped I wouldn't notice or if we just as I'm as I start talking, he's obviously been thinking about it since we started. As I start talking, <laughs> he picks up the bowl and I basically like facials himself with a protein yogurt. And then I had to just watch him lick it from around his mouth while I'm trying to fucking answer his question. <laughs> sorry, old friend, sorry. No, you carry on it, you know, carry on No, it. no, no, just... no, I'll have it after. No, you get you... I just wanted no, to make sure. No, have it now, have it now. I, I don't want make... you to be hungry. No, 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 I'm not hungry. I just wanted to make sure it was good. Um, also, it's, it's a noisy thing to eat, granola on, on a podcast. Um, oh, yeah, this is the thing, is I get very self-conscious about how the kids think about my conversations with other adults. Mm. 
You know, like some, I remember like my dad, I used to remember, my, I, my dad would have a conversation with someone in the street when I was with him. And obviously you're a prisoner to that conversation. You've got to wait for them to finish. I remember just thinking, oh my God, dad, that was a bit embarrassing that you said that. Well, that was a bit, do, do, you, do you ever have that? And so now I sort of worry that my kids are looking at me going, Actually, I actually ask them. Sometimes I'll, be, I'll have chatted to a neighbour or something. Don't show yeah, that. Don't say that, shows, that shows weakness. What do you mean? Oh, no. If you turn around to Theo and go, oh, do you think I'm boring? No, I, it, I didn't say it like that. Yeah, but if, what you've I, got I, I just go. I just go, what, I just go, what do you think of that chat? What? Like, you get them yeah. to review your chats? I'm just, I don't know, review, but like... 80% think... of chats aren't amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like, especially like with chats with people that you you don't know that well. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's very difficult to sort of like, like smash through sort of different subjects and like you know, like as usual, it's just like you know that's why that's why pay more attention to the weather because if you've got some knowledge about the weather, that's always a good way of them going. Oh, fucking, hell, he's knowledgeable, or flowers yeah, yeah. or gardens, you know that kind of thing. Okay, so imagine that I'm sort of a bus stop, and for some reason you're there too, and you want to have a chat with me. All right, and you and you and you. T- let, let's see how that goes. So, what would you do? Yeah. So you're with Theo as well, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rom. Hey, Theo. How you doing? You all right? So you know us. <laughs> oh, right. Are we? Am I a stranger? No, I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking. Yeah, well, I can but... be a stranger if you want. All right, let me be a stranger. Let me do a stranger. Okay, all right. So you. This bus is never on time, is it? Um, I don't. I don't actually know. We don't normally. We don't normally get the bus. Uh, well, actually, like if you got the bus more often, you would realise that this bus, I think, seventy-five to eighty percent of the time, is quite late. But actually, Sean that drives it is uh, is a really, really good guy. He's doing his best, but yeah, there's quite a lot of elderly people who live around here. Yeah, sure, sure. So, how comes you don't usually get the bus? What you got a car? Um, yeah, I do have a car. Yeah, but I just thought we'd get the bus today because uh, my son's not really. Not been on the bus much, so th- you know he said he, f- he fancied it, so we thought we'd do it. Well, let me tell you, he's in for a hell of a hell of a treat today. Uh, actually, young man, uh, your son, um, if you really want to be treated to something amazing, go to London on one of the open t- top buses uh, and sit up there and just revel in probably the greatest city that was ever built. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, not heard of London. <laughs> You're Sounds quite sarcastic, good. aren't you? No, I'm being serious. I'd not, I'd not heard of, I'd not heard that about London or the Open. Top if I was you, man, watch, watch that lip in front of Sean on the bus, or he'll kick you off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, look, I'm really sorry, my my son. I think he needs a toilet. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. There's no toilets right. on the bus. I found that out no, the we... other week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, that... You wouldn't talk to you. Listen, you wouldn't talk to somebody like that, would you? Yeah, but you're like this is what I'm saying. No, that's that's kind of the vibe I go with. If I if a stranger came up to me, I always I always think you know, try and have some sort of vibe about you. You know, I would sort of go yeah. into all that, but I'd, I'd have something. No, I'd have a I bit. Can't, no, because you're quite good. You're quite good in a chat. I can't, that, that what you just did there was horrific. <laughs> I couldn't imagine you doing that in actual real life. No, no, no. But I mean, like, yeah. I mean, sometimes I will go. I I'm always I'm one of those people. If I'm like. If I'm in a queue somewhere, like in a supermarket, I'll always make a joke to the people around me about the queue. Oh, my God. Why? I just think it's quite fun. Like what? What will you say in a queue? Put the wrong time to come here. Or like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, That's it. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just sort of like hide the trolley and just have one bit of bread type thing, do that joke. So everyone and everyone sees what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and then I pull the trolley out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of, yeah. I was trying to have a bit of a laugh with people. Yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, to answer your question, yes, we would decriminalise. We're in favour of it. Next email. Uh, this is from Anonymous. Okay. Uh, just a quick thank you for the podcast. I uh, hope your fitness journeys are going well, especially with the nice weather recently. There you go. Little weather ice break. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. My question is about letting go of your friends. I haven't seen much of my friends lately, and even though things are easing off in terms of lockdown, I'd like to keep it that way. Don't get me wrong. They're lovely guys and have an infectious energy to be around. But every time I'm with them, I kind of regret spending my time with them. Recently took a pause from uni and have been pay- working to pay off debts from my overdraft because of bad habits I've had, trying to spend time to study because my attendance at first and second year were definitely below 10%. <whistles> anyway, back to my friends. I get invited to go out with them for different, to different motives. And it's come to a point that I've had to delete all social media to cut contact. My problem is I don't completely see eye to eye to them, eye to eye with them. Since they're more materialistic than me and things that seem like a waste of time to me, like TikTok, talking about FIFA and how much money they'll spend on it, talking about how horny they are, yet be the type of guys to lose their virginities by 29 like the owl. Fucking hell, mate. He's really putting the boot in on me there. Two footed on you, yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. He's basically compared like these guys who he thinks are dweebs. To me? Yeah. (laughs) I don't really mind being not anonymous because I doubt they'll listen to this. And if they didn't, at least we'll have something cool to talk about. My... <laughs> Jesus Christ. But my question is, how do I tell them to fuck off without being <laughs> rude about it? My current method is to not just, is to just not look at group chats and say I'm busy whenever any of them call me back. I love them to bits. But I just yeah, want to be around like people it. who make like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I just want to be around people who make me more productive and better people. They say you become the five people close to you, and I'm at a point where I want to be close to people who are onto better things, not mediocrity. Have you guys ever dealt with anything like this? Any advice would be appreciated. Jesus. Wow. A lot to unpack there. Yeah, um, there is. Uh, personally, personally. First of all, I was 28. All right? <laughs> personally, I was one of your friends as well. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom was all five of your friends at some point. <laughs> Listen, the truth of the matter is, um, I, I, you know what age will teach you is that you need different different sorts of friends. I think, anyway, you need different friends for different things. You'll have your sort of friends that you play football with or later in life you might play a little round of golf with. Um, and then that'll be a lot different chat from, say, sort of your more, like, educated friends that you'll sit down and chow out over, like, you know, like the fucking subjects of scholarships and stuff like that. So you'll have different sorts of friends different you know those are the two types of conversation you have correct yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then then you have then you'll have friends that you go to football with friends you know i mean you'll have different sort and actually the joy of life i think is having as many different characters within it because if you if you just pick one group and go oh that's what i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be i'm gonna hang around with nerds then yeah when i was at school i had friends in every camp that's what I used to mm. sell from group to group. No one knew where yeah. I was going to be the next day. Little chameleon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day I'll be with the nerds chatting about like yeah. fucking like encyclopedias and stuff. Yeah. The next day I'll be and with the jocks. You'd move off to the, the jocks, the nerds, and enjoy their day off. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was me, and, then that, and and I've carried on that fight. So I think if I was you, my friend, and anonymous, uh, 
I'll keep these guys. I, I like they'll come because what will happen is you'll you'll end up being around a load of productive people who are all quite straight laced, and you'll think at first you go, oh, "This is brilliant." They're all heading somewhere, and actually, what you'll miss is that banal chat, the silliness, the joking, uh, the chats about FIFA or whatever. Uh, and, and you know, and and you know, life is a rich tapestry. Enjoy the artwork. That's what I'll say. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! It was sort of, I agreed with all of it. It was quite rambly and meandering. And then you pull out this succinct little summary just out your little arse there. It's incredible. That's how I roll, baby boy. That's how I roll. Well, look, Anonymous, can I just say to you that um, um, you seem like a nice guy and I understand why. Listen, let's put the dig at my, the comment about when I lost my virginity to one side. Um, One of the things that I would say to you is, I understand why you're talking like this because you're in this stage of life where you feel like you've underachieved. You want to go on to do bigger and better things and you're sort of pinning that on your friends for the reasons that you've underachieved up to this point in your mind. But what I would say to you is this, if you genuinely feel like your friends are distracting you um, or pulling you away from things you should be doing, you need to manage that, obviously. But the idea that your friends are sort of achieving fuck all or whatever... The assumption you're making there is that achievement is like career and making money and being productive. And all. That is not what life is all about. That That is one thing. The reason that it, it's good to have to make money is so that it can enable you to enjoy your life doing other things. If you're if you've made a load of money because you've been super productive and you've got a great job, but you don't have any friends to to, to enjoy that money with, then what's the fucking point? Do you know what I mean? So what I would say to you is, is these friends... Like Tom said, maybe these are friends that you knock about with when you just want to you just want to have a bit of a blowout. But you have other people that you talk that you talk about work things with or productivity with or whatever. Or maybe you start bringing these topics of conversation in with this group of friends. They might surprise you. Yeah, you know, it might be the sort of thing that they actually do want to talk about and they actually have interesting ideas about. So you know, what I would say is people often talk. You know, particularly in groups, they will often talk about what they think the prevailing subject is supposed to be. But often, if you start talking about something else, they'll be like, yeah, actually, I'm quite interested in that. Like, you know, I've got my mates, we talk about all the typical, classical bloke things that you talk about. And then one day, someone will start talking about cooking and it turns out everybody's into it. Then we start sharing recipes and stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you just don't know. So what I would say is, don't underestimate your friends. You know, they, they might surprise you. You think okay. about it as well, Ron, because we started off as work friends and now we're best buds doing this together. So we talk about everything, right? So, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we started off as work friends and now we do this other part of our jobs, which is the podcast. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, but if you wanted a recipe or something, just hit me up. I'll fucking... Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I will do. Thank you. Thanks very much. <laughs> okay, next email is, is from Emma. Uh, hi, Romish and Tom. Not a fan of podcasts, um, but bloody loving your one. Anyway, this is more aimed at Tom. Oh, no wonder the swan selected it. I recently got chatting to an old school mate, Louise, who tried to remind me of a sleepover we had with 15 rugby players from Sutton and Epson Rugby Club back in the 90s when we were about 17 or 18, now 42. She said Tom was there, and I wonder if he remembers because I don't. She's not said anything about what you might have got up to. She just said you were there. Anyway, keep up the good work. Sleepover. I now know more about bollocks than I ever thought I would, so thank you. Wow. Yeah. A sleepover. I don't... Yeah. Rugby. Do you have, first of all, let's 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 
not start with the sleepover. Let's start at the, the around the area to ascertain whether you might have been. No, there, no, no. Okay? I, might have, I know the area. Like no, no, no. But I, I don't mean the actual geographical area. I mean, were you involved with Sutton and Epsom rugby? Club no, that's the thing. The I was more of a football okay, kind so of. That, so we can roll this out, can't we? Yeah, but then you know what? In in moving on from anonymous's email. Uh, <laughs> I used to sort. I'd hang around with different groups, and if there was sure. a fight, and I will tell you now, man. Right, if there's one thing that Big T loved in in my teens, throughout my teens, and actually into my early twenties, was a sweet, sweet sleepover. Mm. I can imagine that. Just the just <laughs> so, the people at the just the people that go. Who who is who is that guy? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> he's not associated or affiliated with the rugby club at all. I know it's just. Uh, Tom no, Som Som talks about you know, it. Like, um, he just got he just got really excited when he heard we were having a sleepover. No, you know so he just turned up for this. I'd probably number one be being friends with one of the girls who'd arranged the sleepover. Sure. Well that's more likely thing. But also I was a bit like I was the king of the sleepovers. I was what does man, that mean? Man, I would like a sleepover, I was the guy you wanted. I'd make sure everyone stayed up late. I'd fucking always be funny. I'd sort of always be cracking jokes. I'd always have some games, you know. What what I, you know what I take from that is is that at a sleepover, you would force people to stay awake listening to your bullshit. Hey, like, we'd have, you'd have a dance-off or a bit of, like a sing sort of sing-along or whatever. <laughs> like at two o'clock in the morning, everyone's trying to get to sleep. Right, who's ready for a dance-off? Right. Come on in. <laughs> no, this is the thing about sleepovers, Rob. No one fucking yeah. sleeps, bro. Yeah, sure. sure right? Sure, sure. That's... That's exactly the sort of thing I can imagine you saying as well. <laughs> right. No, I used to love them. So the chances are, I would have known someone from a rugby club, and uh, right. they might mention a sleepover around like a girl's house, yeah. and I, yeah. I probably do the rocks and roll along, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was probably sort of. I'd like to think I was on speed dial for people with the sleepovers, sleepover vibes in in the sort of nineties. So yeah, Emma, Louise, yeah, um, I, you know, oh, man, I don't want to sound <laughs> like give it the bigger, but. Yeah, I attended hundreds of sleepovers throughout the nineties and early parts of the noughties. So, uh, <laughs> yes, you are very cool. Do you know one of the things that um, that happened to me when I was a kid? Uh, I, I was sort of slightly nervous about <laughs> about saying what. <laughs> You're such a prick. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I um, I got into a habit of doing when I was at school. Yeah, was. Oh god, this is so embarrassing. But like, I can't remember what age I was. And you're gonna pit, you're gonna question me about the age when I tell you what I'm about to tell you. I used to go around a mate's house for a sleepover, or just to stay the night. You know, you'd have yeah. a play date. There's two different things, mate. Because yeah, you'd you'd stay yeah. over at someone's sleepovers. Yeah, are different, yeah. man. Yeah. So staying over at someone's house, I would often end up getting really homesick, and then <laughs> and then whoever's parents it was would have to take me home at like 11 or 12 o'clock at night because i'd be crying how old were you then like 13 i knew you were gonna ask this uh maybe like 10 oh that's not too no. bad that's not is that all right i'm gonna tell you this now and because I, I don't know if okay. this person listens to this and i won't name names in this situation because we oh, both so unusual unusual <laughs> no, for you but someone we both you want to just name them we can beep it out <laughs> someone we both know right okay at my stag day had this thing where they wanted to go home because and that was at my stag day, so that was on like, the stag day. <laughs> yeah, like they got really. What are you talking about? They got really like they just just didn't feel part of it, so they wanted. <laughs> so they, they wanted to go home. <laughs> but you know what? I was in those. What, situa- from the, hold on. So how how long was your stag day? Uh, three days. 
Okay, so which day was this that they? Said this they was like to sort there? of. I think it was probably day one, day two, morning of day two. Morning of day two. So the night, the night's not gone the way they would have liked. No, no. And so they're ready to go. Home. But you know what? This is one thing I was always really good at. Um, as yeah, and you know, the king of the sleepover, whatever. And I don't want to fucking give myself a name or whatever. But no, but you've given it to yourself <laughs> about four or five times. But if I was at a sleepover and I saw someone suffering or someone who didn't, you know, who was upset or whatever, at whatever age, yeah. I would be, no, I would be like, look, man, or look, sister, this fucking thing is the coolest thing you'll ever be. You know, this this is fucking, we're living our best life right now. You need to enjoy this. And like, yeah, and just try and talk so if you're If you're feeling bad, you know, this thing that you're trying to escape from and you find horrible, just so you know, this is the best your life is ever going to be. No. So hopefully you can use that as some form of reassurance. No, but just try to assure someone that actually they're in the midst of something. Actually, that's... the rest of your life will be worse than this. No, no just, you're right. Just, just letting someone know that actually, you know, because, you know, one day we're going to fucking have to get jobs, you'll be married, and there won't be any more sleepovers. No. You know, no. it's like, imagine, like, if you're fucking, you live on a beach, right? And every day it's fucking wavy, right? And it's yeah. the beautiful fucking surfing beach. And then someone came yeah. to you and tapped you on the show and said, you know, three years' time, there's not going to be any fucking waves at this beach. You'd go out surfing every day, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, yeah? Tom. There we go. And that's right. how I feel about sleepovers. Maybe we should do like a big sleepover with some of the get uh, some of our favourite people on this. <sighs> Fuck off. Now, now I know even you don't believe that we should do that. Even you don't believe that. Should we do one more? Yeah. Okay. Dear my sweet, sweet souls. Hope you're all well and enjoying the sunny weather here in the UK. So let's get straight into it. I've recently got my first tattoo, wow. which I thought about for a long time and really wanted for a long time. I've always been a big fan of tattoos. My girlfriend, on the other hand, hates them. And I knew this, so I didn't include her in the planning process. I already discussed it with her. I know this isn't cool and I should have been more open with her as it could have been seen as a big deal. But I felt it wasn't necessary to include someone else in a decision I knew I'd inevitably be talked out of to save the house in an argument. On arriving home, having got my tattoo, she went apeshit. I'm still really happy with the tattoo, how it looks and what it means to me. She eventually calmed down and accepted it, but said I can never get any more, even though I want to. So I probably will. Any tips or experience on dealing with something like this? Surely I full sell what to do with my appearance. Love the podcast and would love to buy you a pint. And I'm sure Tom will take you on that. that. Big love and a hoot hoot howl to you all. Cheers. Um, Well, what I would say to you, mate, is uh, your girlfriend has no fucking right to tell you what to get on your body in the slightest and you shouldn't even listen i've told my i've told the swan whenever i'm getting tattoos done but not as a have i got authorization to do this as a when i come home today i'm gonna have public enemy on my arm and lisa doesn't mind doesn't care i think you know I'll be honest with you, if I got a face tattoo i imagine she'd probably try and if i was thinking about getting one you've got a face tattoo haven't you on your arm with Richard Pryor? No, a tattoo on my face, not oh, a right, tattoo yeah. of a face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I said that so ne- so needlessly angrily. Though. I'm sorry about that, Tom. That <laughs> no, but it's your body, isn't it? As you say, you could do it. But exactly, then also, exactly, yeah. like Lisa's probably quite into tattoos. It gives you sort of quite an edgy no. look. Really? No? No. Oh. I don't think she is now. Well, she must be like she's you know still with you. You've got tattoos now. You, I would, I would say you've crossed the point now to be a tattoo guy. You know, no, you are definitely. You've got quite, how many? You've got over ten tattoos, haven't you? Yeah, I have got. So tattoos. you're a tattoo guy. 
You've got a tattoo. Does it make me a tattoo guy? Yeah, you've got tattoos, I'd say, at least on what, like, fucking four of your limbs have got tattoos on, right? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got you've got no limbs without a tattoo. Apart from your penis, you've got no limbs without No, got tattoos. one there. <laughs> so, so you're, yeah, you're definitely a tattoo guy. Um, I, I just <laughs> think, look, I, 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 I think... Tattoo uh, wrong. First of all, I don't think I'm a tattoo You know what your guy. nickname Second, could be? Inky. What? <laughs> Inky. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. Have you got any tattoos? I've got that one on my wrist. Yeah. Would you? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Sorry. Would you ever have any more? Yeah, I've thought about it. I've thought about it now and again. But um, it just yeah, has to be habits? right. No, I, I, I wanted to get a nice like bit there, really, like shoulder piece, but I'm just really, I'm just don't know what to get. Uh, maybe sort of tattoo artists out there, ping me over some designs. Oh, that'd be great. If you, <laughs> could you please email wolfalpod at gmail.com with any suggestion for Tom? And then what we'll do is we'll put them up on Instagram, and the one that gets the most votes, Tom will get done. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. get done somewhere. Are you committing to that? I'll get it somewhere on my body, yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. Great. Great. There you go. Um, anyway, listen, in answer to your question, she's got no right to tell you what to do. Um, I still think you should tell her when you're getting another one. I, d- I don't think this secret going off and getting it done and coming back is the way forward. I think you need to explain to her that what you get tattooed on your body is not really up to her. And just be upfront about it would be my advice to you. Mate, I couldn't agree anymore. And also, what you need to just say to her is just say, like, in a really nice way, but it's like, what is your problem with tattoos? Is there a deeper reason why you don't like them? Mm-hmm. You know, do you find them disgusting and repellent? Whatever. Maybe get one Maybe get one done together. Or get Go one of her. Like a little get, couple thing. Get a face yeah. tattoo of her across your, like, sort of, like, stomach. Like, peering up at you. Yeah, so that's a really nice, creepy, horrible idea. <laughs> Have a think. Tom. Yes, sir. We've come to the end of that. Do right. you think I've been quite, do you think I've been spiky on this? I one? like I'm it when you're like this. I like it when you're like, you've got that little Yeah, but we're like what? What do you mean? No, you know, you've got that sort of vibe little way about you. It's sort of, yeah, it's fun. It's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> you sort of like, yeah, it's nice. It's progressive. Look, oh, just a quick thing. I didn't manage to gather together all the delivery driver emails, uh, but we will be doing that at some point next week. And also, Romesh uh, will put up the survey that he promised to put up. Yeah, I'm going to do that right now, which which is Thursday. We're recording this Thursday, yeah. so it'll be up in a sec. So by the time you hear this, Twill be up. Yes, and we will be getting ready to go to England versus Scotland. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, where drink mm-hmm. shall be drank and laughter shall be mirthed. Oh, uh, El Vino will flow. <laughs> uh, see you next time, Wolf and Alcats. See you next time. Yo. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.